Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, my talkers. How is it going out there? I know it's a little rainy, but Lori and Julia are here to brighten up your day. We just got done having an interview with Mary Gabriel. What an amazing book she has written about Madonna. You guys, that was very cool. What's in store for us for the 4 o'clock hour? And it's interesting because, you know... um, Madonna is uh, mentioned quite a few times, apparently, in Britney's book. And right away in the beginning, she she does mention Madonna. But Carrie Ann Anaba from Dancing yes. with the Stars was on Jennifer Hudson yes. yesterday. And, you know, we met Carrie Ann Anaba at the old Guthrie when they were casting VH1 uh, behind. They were going to recreate the Partridge family. The Partridge family, family. yeah. That's when, uh, you know, I went Saturday and Sunday and I got press things and impressed. That led to us getting invited to the SAGs. And Carrie Ann Anaba was the dance instructor, the choreographer for the people who were trying out for this Partridge Family show. And so when she shows up, then a few years later on Dancing with Stars, we're like, hey, we know that lady. Right, right. But Carrie Ann Anaba, her roots are in dancing and she told... Jennifer Hudson, that she said, listen, it was Michael Jackson, Prince, and Madonna at the time. And this is like 1985 or whatever year, maybe 87, the her, Who's That Girl Tour. I get on Madonna's tour and I was like, this is all I need to be a dancer on uh, Madonna. When the tour was done, Carrie Ann retired from dancing. She was only 23 and went back to school and she said, as a dancer, at least back then, you're kind of out to pasture by 25. Yep. And she told Jennifer Hudson, what was Madonna, you know, what was Madonna like? Jennifer Hudson wanted to know. And she said, well, he, she was just very strict. She had one rule, and I'm so grateful for it. It was, for every minute you're late, you owe me $100. That's wow. more than especially for children charge when we were late for daycare because mm-hmm. every minute you're late to pick up your kid after six o'clock, mm-hmm. it's like 10 bucks. Yeah. So a hundred for Madonna for Madonna. It and I guess Prince used to do this with his yep. musicians and she just said, I'm grateful that she did that because you got to be on time. And that was her only rule. Yep. You absolutely, we don't have, we can't be messing around. That was Madonna's thing. So Mary probably, Maybe has that yes, in, in, her, in book. her book um, about that. All right. So yesterday, you know, we were talking about a, one more celebrity couple. And this is a trend of people announcing that they've uh, they're married, but they've been living apart for six years. Started with Jada and Will. And then uh, last Friday at the end of the day or Saturday, I guess yes. it was, we find out that Meryl Streep 
releases a statement that she and her husband of 45 years haven't are not really married 45 years because they separated six years ago, not divorcing, but d- deciding to have separate lives. Yes. Two houses, apparently. Yes. And we're like, why did this come out? Because Meryl Streep is not gossip magnet. Never. Ever. It's not. We don't care. Well, I mean, no, it isn't we that. Well, she's not gossip magnet. No. She's not Team Z. She's not somebody that's in the tabloids. People barely she, know who her husband is. Yeah, yeah. She Her marriage has been her going marriage. on for such a long time. And so why did they feel, why did Meryl's team, and I thought, was it the anniversary? Was it me? Was it my reason that Jada Pinkett Smith and people were caught? No. Okay, what was it? It was a blind item oh. in Dumois. That led to this. So the story here is who is the rat in Meryl Streep's inner circle? The leak. Here, I've got something juicy for you. Do you know Meryl Meryl Streep Streep and her husband husband haven't been together? Because remember, she, her daughter has gotten married. She's done red carpets, but she hasn't done a red carpet since 2018. So either way... However they went, it was the blind item in Dumois was basically Meryl Streep and her husband have been apart for six years. And I'm wondering if they were the reason why they said, yes, this is true, because it's Dumois. Right. You know, it's a Instagram blind that, item and they have a 50-50, you know, chance. kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, is Meryl? Or Don dating someone else? Yes, is Meryl dating is Martin Short? God, I would love that. Well, to is happen. she dating anyone else? No. Well, we don't know, but that right. would be a reason, right, to for, l- for her to say it, to, to say it instead of just ignore it because it's on Dumois, and you know, like Meryl's like, what's Dumois? Sure, but it is enough that somebody had this in- information, sat on it until it was advantageous to use it because they've been apart for six years and she feels strongly enough about it. Yep. Let's issue a statement that we've, we care about each other, but we've been living separately. This happens with so many people. Um, You know, we heard about someone on page said page six just outed them. It wasn't that they wanted to be outed. I think it was on the real housewives or something, but I remember you and I were at a luncheon and our gossip columnist was going to write a column about me being um, yes. separated and divorced mm-hmm. and it had been a, a year mm-hmm. and um i had to come out about it because i gave I, you the advice i said yeah. you're addressing this today at the because top of our I show i hadn't talked about it for a year because you just wow. take all the because air i didn't want i thought screw her yeah, yeah. i was your, felt so violated yeah 100%. I, I can't tell you because it's mean, no one else's business but your own i agree she's doing wow. her own thing no one has questioned so someone sat wow. on it yeah. leaked it to dumois so she might have an idea of who it is we're never Never going to know, but the other reason people disclose news like this that they're separated is because of a new relationship, an entanglement. In Jada's mm-hmm. words, um, <laughs> maybe one of them is in a serious relationship. Yeah. It's been six years, and what if someone were going to find out? What if she's canoodling with Martin Short? I actually, I don't know why I, I want love that, that to happen <laughs> because they're starring right now in Mur- Only Murders in the Building, yeah. and yeah. he his wife that he loved died about five years ago. Mm-hmm. That'd be a they make sense. Couple. He's funny. I mean, he might be short, but who cares? Everybody's like, the same size. I feel in like bed. everyone was with Dustin That's Hoffman right. at one point, yeah. and he's like five three. They both can sing a tune in front of the piano. I think they'd make each other laugh. I love this for both of them. Speaking
speaking about singing a tune in front of the piano, the morning show's latest oh. episode, Billy Kudrup is an amazing He's actor. It is so good. The morning show on I Apple Plus. How Jennifer Aniston and John Hamm, they've known each other a long time, feel mm-hmm. about these steamy kissing makeup like scenes it. they I have. love it too. I like it. I do too, but I just wonder how they feel about it because they're friends in real life and I would have loved to have seen them been together when together. he just got married what like a year ago yeah, and she's yeah, like yeah. 20 his she younger. doesn't want to be with him no he's, no he's, she's he's known not, him for a long yeah. time yeah, and, I would love that couple though no yeah. he's a amb- and I would love it I think they're both actors they're both professionals they've been mm-hmm. at it a long time maybe it's fun I think so too fun. and his original <laughs> his original gig after being a teacher was he went to L.A. and he was a fluffer on um, the porn sets. He was not a fluffer. Not he a was fluffer. a set dresser. He was the okay. set dresser. Big difference. Yeah. yeah. Right. He was the set dresser, but he was around nudity and probably feels very comfortable. Yes. I He's don't an know. actor, Julia. He did lots of making out in Mad Men. He did tons favorite. of making out yeah. in Mad Men. I, I bet just, they had fun. It's, yeah. it's steamy and it's, I really like it this year. Even oh, though it's he, so good. I just. That show, and then Lessons in Chemistry, if people haven't started watching that on Apple Plus, that is just delicious. Is it? I like it. I've watched two. I need to watch I more. like it. I like it, the book I really, so much. The book was so fantastic. And, mm-hmm. the, you know, that's because we're t- talking about Brittany's book, about you reading it, and Brittany's listening to it, and we heard kind of outtakes of Michelle Williams' voice, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you get more of Brittany's voice from the pages. Reading it from the pages, yeah, I think so, too. I think so too. Yeah. All right, well, it's time for random thoughts. Right. Let's get going. Giddy up. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. Now, Hoffman Weber Construction is your hometown experts, and they're also your hometown licensed experts when it comes to anything home exterior related. We're talking siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. And the team at Hoffman Weber Construction, they're going to go to bat for you. I know that's a weird term to say that, but they are literally going to take this project that may be a burden to you or it may seem overwhelming, and they're going to make it as easy as possible from start to finish. They're going to walk you through the process. They're not going to pressure you into a high-pressure sale, and they're going to make sure everything is taken care of. And I've got a review from Lauren that I wanted to share with you. Hoffman Weber Construction, this is from Lauren, was great from beginning to end. Our salesperson, Michael was always immediately responsive and made us made sure to check out every single stage. Tony, our installer, was fantastic and went above and beyond uh, when water damage was encountered while replacing some of our windows. We really could not be happier with the quality of their work. If you want the same experience Lauren did over at Hoffman Weber Construction, you can reach out to the sales team at hwconstruction.com. Again, that's hwconstruction.com. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, well, the reason why I was mentioning those Hombres, the Mescal brand owned by the Breaking Bad actors, yeah. Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul, is because today a study came out, which is a study of DA, mm-hmm. but you pay 73% more on cocktails when you order a cocktail but that's endorsed by a celebrity. 73? 73%. Wow. So, for example, Casamigos. Casamigos. That's the most popular one. Average celebrity spirit drink is $16.25 compared with $9.38 for a non-celebrity. Mm-hmm. Cirque Vodka, Sean Diddy, Puffy Combs, whatever. Same thing. My kids knew all about Cirque Vodka. I'm like, yeah. what are you even talking about? Um, and then uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's, Terry Mana Tequila, Jay-Z's, uh, Cognac, Dos Hombres by The Baking Bad, 818 by Kylie Jenner. Kendall. Kendall. Kendall Jenner actually went on a Midwestern college tour as a bartender to serve her drinks about two weeks ago. 
I thought that was interesting. It's not selling well. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> like Ohio State, you know, somewhere in Michigan, yeah. not not top tier mm-hmm. schools. Mm-hmm. But then I thought all those kids in college are way younger anyway. I was like, okay, okay, you do that, you do that. All right, so this happened. Um, Robert Plant, who has not performed Stairway to Heaven live in 16 years. Whoa. There was a um, a benefit for Andy Taylor from Duran Duran, who has cancer. Um, and there was it was Cancer Awareness Trust this past weekend. And Robert Plant sang the song for the first time in 16 years. And he dedicated to it to Led Zeppelin, wherever they are. Oh. So here's a little bit of it. Okay. An audio of an audio yeah. of an audio. But Listen, still. Whenever... I love that song. Robert Plant. Yeah. Just Google Robert Plant in tight pants. Oh, holy Toledo's. <laughs> and he made a name for, I mean, he he made tight pants sing. I'm oh, the high-waisted rocker pant. Jeans. Oh, yeah. And never with any underwear on no. underneath because it always looks bigger if you don't wear underwear. Oh, my yeah. God. He's yeah. unbelievable. That he used was... to be the 70s look, Grant. Yeah. That's what that's what man men like. Well, <laughs> it proudly waved yeah. a moose knuckle. I think in 1974 <laughs> or 1976, Led Zeppelin performed at the Met Center. Jeff went to that. One mm. of those. And he said it was... That's it. Amazing. Yep. That's the king of the moose knuckle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, it's my God. And so whenever I hear him, I just stop what I'm doing and I Google it because I just want to go down pant memory lane. I, I, it's, it's I, the 70s. I, I, oh, it's a so mm-hmm. different time. Mm-hmm. That was the 70s. Well, rock it if you got it. There you go. <laughs> it was just announced it. today that Valley Fair is going to host Hockey Day Minnesota in 2025. I like this. Twenty Last year, what does I that think, mean? Well, it's where Grant explained. Well, so I think the coolest part about this is, is that it brings it to like an enclosed area where in the past it's been at like different sites. Sometimes it's, you Wasn't know, it at Target Field last year? Not at, well, no, they had the outdoor oh, okay. hockey game at Target Field. There's been different things where it's, it's you know, it might be on Lake Minnetonka. It might be out in Prior Lake. It might be in certain and might be up in Duluth or whatever, but I like how they're bringing it into an enclosed area that's going to have concessions. You know, I feel like it's going to be more of an event this yeah. way rather than like what spread happens out. at this? People so, play hockey. Yeah, or? there's always on on TV they they'll show a girls and a guys high school hockey game on Bally. So you get like. Whoever, whoever is this holding city, like last year, I believe it was Prior Lake played. Next year, it's War Road. Yeah, so they'll get, they'll, you'll get to expose the high school players on TV. Then they also play the college game at night. Then they have the professional I didn't know, game. Uh, they it's had a big arena. Deal. Yeah. I didn't know they had an arena at Valley Fair. They well, don't. We don't. It's know. an it's outdoor just, game. It's an outdoor game. So it'll be outdoor. They'll build one outdoors oh, there, they'll and they'll, they'll they'll make it. It's always outdoor hockey in Minnesota. Got is it. Hockey Day in Minnesota? Got so it. It's kind of cool. Cool. All yeah. right. So if you guys want to know, again, this comes up every year, the um, scent. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. That creates the most arousal in man. Oh, what is it? Um, Lori, what do you think it is? It's musk or vanilla? No, no, it's it's been changed then. What is it? Uh, Amber? Um, it is lavender and pumpkin oh, yeah, pie. Lavender, lavender and, pumpkin. and pumpkin pie. That's always been the thing. That always gives men boners. Yeah, they think lavender, they're going to pie or pie. Pie or pie. <laughs> or black licorice and donut comes in at number two. Oh, that's or good. they could get ding, too. Sure, Dong. I'm not even going with you. <laughs> I'm keeping talking yeah. because... Um, lavender and pumpkin are not just for pies. Sure, but licorice and donut, I think a black frosting... Donut, like a licorice. licorice, a plain cake donut with black licorice frosting would be kind of interesting. If you like black licorice, I love black licorice. <laughs> and then the least arousing smell, black licorice for the male for exactly. the male nostril is cranberry. Yeah. Oh, I would much rather go with cranberry. I'm sorry than the old black well, licorice. Well, they did a big. I study. didn't even know cranberry had much of a scent. I guess they I do. Guess, yeah, oh, they do. Yeah. Cranberries it's, in a wreath and. In really, candles. but I guess when you grind them up in the old school yeah. grinder, but cranberry think of every sauce. Yankee candle, they're always cranberry. Infused. I always think, yeah. yeah. All right, all right, all right. Fine. We learn nothing and everything. We learn nothing. And lavender and pumpkin pie. <laughs> I like this one because they used to say, and I think it was Voltaire or something. I learned this in Humanities at the University of Minnesota. One of the few things I remember from mm-hmm. college is that when you're giving a speech in front of people, if you just imagine the crowd naked, you suddenly are on the same level as them, whether you're giving is that a Voltaire? I'm impressed. I, wasn't, I don't yeah. know if it was I Voltaire. I don't know if it was or not, if I'm just making it I up. I like it. Um, but you are always supposed to think of everyone's naked, and then it's fine. I told you that, Grant, when yes. you were doing your thing yes, for Yes, when I had um, to do my hospital. speech for Ridgeview. Yes. But I can't do that, because I, if you look at people and you think they're naked, then I start distracting myself with well, my vivid imagination. And You're think taking I, me too far. Yeah, I really am. You're I, only supposed to take it to the point that no one's better than you. No one's it. above you. We are all equal. We're all naked when we wake up. I try and find someone who's smiling at me. Well, that's what we do, too. <laughs> yeah. Find someone smiling. Mm-hmm. But if you want to learn something and you want something to stink, stink, or not stink, but stick, you you, learn, you do it like the monks do it. Apparently, you're supposed to picture it either bleeding oh. or having sex. What? So, for example, this is what monks did. So, they studied, oh, out, they word. checked out a technique, what sticks in your brain with imagery and if you have to memorize something. So, here is one example. If you're trying to learn the zodiac sign in order... One 14th century scholar said you should picture a huge Aries white ram with gleaming golden horns, kicking a bright Taurus red bull in the testicles, then picture the bull bleeding in front of a woman screaming as she gives birth to Gemini twins. And as the twins emerge, they're playing with an angry red cancer crab that's pinching them and making them cry and so on. So it gives you the imagery to continue memorizing things. Interesting to try if you need to memorize something that is just not clicking. I recommend learning RX over this idea of yours. <laughs> but learning RX has a pictorial of how you learn true, things I know. True. So it is pictures it, it and is. images All with right. things. And if you go extreme as an adult, maybe this works. Yeah. yeah. You know, I followed. I actually followed along that imagery the whole time. I was like picturing it, and I'm like, I could go backwards. They missed uh, Aquarius. Well, we didn't start yeah. there. We okay. started. Capricorn, we started with Aries. Thing. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Aries, that order. you know, was yeah. kicking, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah.
But I, but just as an idea, just, you know, you never know what's oh, yeah. going to happen or care sometimes. It's sure to um, dazzle your date if you could do that little Aries thing. Or that <laughs> little, hey, do you know this one? <laughs> I know. And here's just the most random thing. Nikki Glazer, the comedian who was just here at yeah. Mystic. She spent $25,000 seeing Taylor Swift. She went to nine different shows. Oh, my god! I do, too. Love that. Do wow. what you love. Go see that movie. You there. get a front row seat. It's pretty damn good. I loved it. All right, we're going to come back. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk. Hey, everybody. Lori and Julia here for Minneapolis Anti-Aging and Skin Care Clinic, which is the clinic affiliated with Minneapolis Plastic Surgery, the first place we ever had Botox, the first place we ever did a lot of skin yes. stuff. But one of the things that they do at the Minneapolis Skin Clinic that we love doing uh, when we were able to go see Dr. Crutchfield, who's no longer with us, but the hydrofacial. The hydrofacial is everything. It is an instant because your face is getting so clean. You're getting exfoliation. You're getting collagen. The red. So it's like a working facial in that it's doing really good things that are very visible, but it's also relaxing at the same time. Absolutely. So we call it the working facial. Yes, and new patients get $50 off their first service of $100 or more when you mention Lori and Julia. Please mention we're, us. Yes, we're talking Minneapolis Anti-Aging and Skin Clinic. For more information, you can go to Anti-Aging at MyTalk. They've got two locations, Maple Grove and Golden Valley. We are absolutely delighted to invite Allison Rose Greenberg to the Lori and Julia Book Club Today's second edition is maybe once, maybe twice. Allison Rose Greenberg, we're going to call you Allison from here on out. Hello, welcome, and we loved your book. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. Your book is fantastic. (laughs) Thank you. And true love deserves a second chance. You know, we read all different types of books on our show and in our book club, and um. This was just a page turner I just felt cozy with and lovely with, and I couldn't put it down, and I just loved it. So why don't you give everybody the summary of the book? Absolutely. Well, the book is about Maggie Vine. She is this struggling singer-songwriter who, over the course of her life, has told these two very different men to show up and marry her when she turns 35. And they both show up at this time where her life is just not going the way she expected it to. And it opens up all these doors for her, but it also causes so much confusion and heartache. And we basically get to see these two very different love stories woven over her teenage years, her 20s, and the present day, which is 35. You know, I, Allison, I did this once with a boyfriend in my early 20s. I'm like, if we're not together at 40, Mm -hmm. if we're not together at 40, Let's be together because the circumstances weren't right for us yeah. then. And I so, did this with somebody too. Did you ever do this with oh, someone, Allison? No, 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 not no. You guys are putting me to shame. <laughs> <laughs> we did because it's just kind of a, a nice way because you love someone so much, but it's not right timing. And you think, okay, let's see if we want to do this maybe later. It makes complete sense. I feel like a marriage pact makes sense. Mm-hmm. And and I my marriage pact was with my first husband as I was breaking his heart, dumping him. I, I sincerely meant it, and he meant it too. And I said, if we're 
single and available. Let's get together at 60. You're when no one, <laughs> you know, but I said 60. <laughs> because, way down the line. I, but I did feel like so bad about it because I loved him, but I was 31 and I got married. I didn't want to be married. And I knew that when I got married to him. So th- there is, I think, one of the things that you write very well and maybe once, maybe twice is sort of all the indecision and the whole waffling about your love life that does happen in your 20s and in your 30s. Yes. Those are the, they're the, that's like big decision years. Yes. So, okay, so reading the book, you know, these two guys, they're both extremely gorgeous. And I love, I love love stories and mm-hmm. rom-coms, but this, this is more than that. This is about a really, uh, an amazing young woman who's had a past and a life and, and both of the men she's interested as well. She has the best friend, Summer, who everyone wants to be your best friend. That's amazing. But did you, I mean, she talks about going to camp and f- falling in love. And did you fall in love at Camp Allison when you were younger? I had I had a few camp quote unquote boyfriends, but <laughs> uh-huh. I had one. I had one who I really liked. Um, and actually, at Bucks Rock Camp, which I sort of fictionalized a little bit in the book, but I have Bucks Rock Camp in the book, and that was that was the camp that opened up my soul. It's very artsy, and and it was different than these Jewish camps I had gone to, which was, you know, very structured. This was like, you go there and you can just be who you want to be and you could take pictures all day or write music or dance. And, and it like opened up my soul. And there was a guy there who I like fell head over for. Of course I was, I think like 14. So I didn't even know completely what that meant, but a little bit, it was, it was kind of, I romanticized camp a little bit. Mm-hmm. of like the experience. I think I got a taste of, but not that full three years of that, which um, when you read the book, you'll see Maggie has, this camp romance that lasts almost, you know, her big teenage years, if you will. Oh my gosh. Okay. And so the book, the book tells the story of Maggie and she's going to her twenties and she's going, you know, she's into her thirties and, and some of the things that she thinks she thinks she wants out of a relationship versus what she needs out of a relationship. That's very real to everybody, I think. And one of the things that caught both Lori and I, is the lyrics because she's a songwriter and they're mm-hmm. so gorgeous and I want the soundtrack from this book. <laughs> no, me it. too. I mean, me too. I, I, me too. I cannot. I we are in the process of going out with it as where I'll write the adaptation. So I hope some great songwriter comes on board and and really makes these something real and rich and something we can press play on and repeat on on our Spotify, like, like Daisy Jones in the Six. Exactly. Exactly. It's. I mean, did you write all the lyrics and all these songs in the book? I did. I did. Did you ever? I went down a songwriting rabbit hole. But I mean, they're so moving and beautiful and just add so much color to the story. I was just so moved and I really could hear her voice in this, in this, I want to hear her. Yeah. No, that's, we felt that way with Daisy Jones and the Six Mm -hmm. too. And I'm casting yeah, yeah. already, Allison. I know you're a, also, you know, you're an author, you're a screenwriter, but I mean, I'm like casting this book in my mind. I'm like, okay, Garrett uh, Hedlund, could he play Garrett? I don't know. Done. 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 <laughs> Make it so. Yeah. Oh, okay. So part of your stories, it says that you um, went to uh, a screenwriting class and you talk about your artistic 
side and, and fell in love with screenwriting. Did you did you write screens, you know, do screenwriting in Hollywood or somewhere else before you started writing your own novels? I did. I actually I work out of Atlanta, but I really I feel like authorship came to me in this backwards windy road as it does for a lot of people. And I was a screenwriter and they went out they were going out with this story called Bad Luck Bridesmaid that I was going to write. Um, and instead of saying, you know, let's go out with this and just pitch it as a movie, they're like, go write it as a short story. IP is king. Go try that. And I asked my agents, I'm like, what in the, what's a short story? Right. What is, what constitute a, you know, and I read all these short stories. I'm like, whatever. I start writing. It's 35 pages. It's halfway done. And I sent it to them and they replied, here are your book agents. This will be a book. And it's, turned into a two book wow. deal with St. Martin's press. And that's how I think that's how I fell in love with prose from a right from like, I'd always loved reading, but from a, I can do it sort of point of view, 35 pages and you get a two book deal. You're that is amazing. You, well, it tur- it, the 35 pages turned into a movie deal. And then I went and I just decided to write the whole manuscript as that happens. And then we went out with it, but wow. Um, yeah, it was it was lucky. I mean, everyone, at, you know, people talk about submissions and use all these terms that I, as a screenwriter, had never heard. Mm-hmm. So I had, to, I had to I had to learn the process and I didn't, which was just blissfully ignorant and wonderful. Um, but I feel so lucky. And I know that does not happen. And I, I got very, very lucky. Yeah, that, looking, that's Cinderella. No kidding. OK, so <laughs> will, will we be able to see maybe once, maybe twice on the screen? Well, when everybody sure. gets back to work. Plan. Wait, wait, wait yeah. Lori, what did you say, Allison? Yeah, no, and Lori's not wrong. Um, so we just, I'm, I'm in the WGA, so we're finally not on strike. So we just went out with this. So I, I my guess is yes, and I pray we will, because I think it is so ready for the screen. And, of course, SAG, the Screen Actors Guild, yeah. needs to be off strike for us to probably be able to package it the way we want to. But um, the short answer is I hope so, and, mm-hmm. and that's the plan. And you know what I think, um, Allison, too, with the, you know, success of women-centered, driven stories, there's such a huge appetite. Huge. You know, from Daisy Jones and the Six to Barbie, I mean, let the women tell the stories of women. We want it so bad. I mean, look at Taylor and Barbie. Yes. Two blonde women have literally saved the economy this year, so... (laughs) Yes, people want female-driven stories, finally, um, and this is obviously so that, yes, yes. Yes, yeah, it really is, because this would be very, very much, you, I could see, you know, I'm ready for parts. more, though, by the way. Yeah, I know. When it ended, I was ready for more. I really, I loved your, we loved your book, Allison. We didn't like saying goodbye to Maggie. No. <laughs> oh, me either. I, me it's either. weird. Maybe, maybe for, another one. Yeah. yeah, for it's weird for a book with lyrics in it to make you want to hear her sing. I well, want the only other well, the only other one was Daisy Jones. Yeah. That's you just want to well, hear the songs. We're like this needs to come to fruition. <laughs> <laughs> we need to see I, this. I agree. It's fun. my narrator had asked, you know, can I sing the the songs which would be so unconventional and right? I, I thought about it and I was like, no. no. I it, no and I'm sure she has an incredible voice by the way, but it just I was like it's almost it will, could change the book if it doesn't go the way I want it to go. And mm-hmm. I, need, I need that to be left um, to, for someone else yes. later down the line. But I, it, it felt so 
personal, like it would be telling a different story if it wasn't told the way I wanted it to be and sung the way I wanted it to be sung. So. Oh, I love that. Can you sing it all? No, it's <laughs> so upsetting. Oh. I think that's my, my biggest envy is that I can play the guitar, like not like, okay, but I wish I was, I wish I was a musician. I oh. wish I could play the guitar phenomenally or sing phenomenally. Just one of those. One of them. One yeah. of them. You're one not of them. alone. Mm-hmm. You're not alone. It's we sing real- every Friday on our radio show oh. and people beg us to stop, but we've been <laughs> singing for 21 years and Just so far. It. Your brain needs support and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I haven't listened to anybody. <laughs> Just wanted your no, book. Keep singing. Okay. Oh no, we're bad. Maybe if people tell us you're really bad. Please stop. Maybe once, maybe twice. It's a trade paperback. It's a perfect, delicious novel to just take with you on a just yummy weekend. It's perfect for this time of the year. It's yeah. sweater weather. Allison, I can't wait to see this somewhere else, and I want to hear the songs. You're really good. All right, I will tell them. I will. I promise you, I'm doing everything in my power to make this happen, and I feel like it will. I hope you keep in touch with us. Oh, I, you better have me back on. Oh, well, of course. We and will. we love your publicist. Yeah. And your book, I just hope it, people just suck it up and buy it and just love it. It's so good. Maybe once, maybe twice. Thank you so much for your time. We have to ask you one quick question. What's the last great book you read? Oh, Speaking of music, have you guys read What You Do To Me by Rochelle B. Weinstein yet? No. It no. just came out. Just came out last week. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, it is about a Rolling Stone reporter who uncovers the truth behind this big love song. And it tells kind of two romance and second chance romances side by side. What's okay. it called again? What You Do to Me by who? What You Do to Me by Rochelle B. Weinstein. Oh, it's fabulous. So she like fell in love with Hey There Delilah. Yes. There's a lyric in there. It's What You Do to Me. And she went to the singer and asked her permission to sort of use his song as a basis for this book, but in a diff- with a different twist. way. It's so cool. It's a time period, a little bit. It goes yeah. into the 70s to the 90s, Whoa. or 80s to the 90s. You guys will lose your minds for it. I, I like, want to connect with you after you read it, because I, and you have to have Rochelle on. She's awesome, too. But it's, I ate it up in two days. Oh, yeah. love it. Love Very it. Good. Love it. Okay, Allison, we're going to be hearing a lot more about you. Allison Rogues Greenberg, maybe once, maybe twice. We've got two books. Call us at 651-641-1071. Thank you for your time. Hi, Allison. And it's a treat meeting Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. It was yes. so nice meeting you. Absolutely. Okay, so Haley Bieber is uh, covering GQ Hype. A little maybe quarterly piece of GQ. I don't know. But anyway, she's asked about, um, by the reporter, they're talking about road, her skincare and blah, blah, blah. And then they just said, you know, can we ask you about um, uh, 
why you and Justin, sometimes when you go to events, now I don't think they would ask a guy this, but they okay. asked her this. All right. Why you two often look like you're attending events at two different places. Because he's always in sweats and she's always dressed up. Yeah. This is what she said. I can't ever imagine a guy getting asked this. But there's, they had a lot of questions about, you know, they did the skin care, yeah, you know, okay. the, her appearance. Okay. Yeah. So it All had right. a natural evolution. And they the do flow look like they're going to two completely different things. Almost every time. Yes. Like two separate planets, <laughs> you could say. <laughs> <laughs> and here's what she said. She said, he always gets ready first and I don't want to match what he's wearing. So if he's wearing baggy sweats, but I want to wear a cute little nightclub dress or some new uh, pants and a cool crop jacket that I just got, I, I just dress how I'm feeling and we don't sit there and go, well, I'm wearing this and right. you're wearing that. We just don't do that. So she doesn't care and neither does, does he. he. No, you could tell. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair. Fair. It would be hard sometimes, uh, probably at the beginning of their marriage, to not say, why are you dressed like that? Why do we need the hood still? Exactly. Why do we still need the hood? I sometimes, even though I've been married 25 years, I bite my tongue. I, I see a little bit. Sometimes I'm like, ah, you're not I'm wearing that. I'm still on this stage. I can say stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just so welcome. Out. I'm flat out. And Jeff just asked me, what should I wear? And I said, here. Yeah. He's, um, he's so great. You know. Okay. Uh, Katie Couric. Uh, yes. Was on um, a show and uh, a show with Kelly Rizzo, Bob Saget's um, oh, widow. Yeah. Yes, yes. And it was Katie's show, excuse me. Katie had... Uh, yeah, Katie has a show. Had Kelly on, and she told Kelly, she said, I had a date with him once, as you know. I really liked him. I found him so cute and funny. Katie and Kirk amusing. had a date with Bob Saget? Saget. Oh, my gosh. She said he was a really good kisser. And then um, Kelly who was married to Bob Saget from 2018 until he died in 2022. She said, well, Bob absolutely adored you. And then Katie said, well, not enough to call me back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I he ghosted her after the first yeah. date. Never. I love knowing that. Yeah, I know it. I know and I'm it. sure his, his wife, you know, his widow was kind of like, knew it yeah, too, that course. he had dated her. Apparently, because I'm reading the John Stamos mm-hmm. memoir and, um, you know, they were the best of friends. But not at first. Not No, not at first. Um, but, you know, he said he loves this woman, whatever her name is. Kelly Rizzo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was just really the apple of his eye. Yeah, she probably mm-hmm. was very moved to read that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwayne uh, The Rock Johnson has contacted the Wax Museum Good. in Paris. Yep. Good. And he would like his skin color more realistic. This Good. is the Musée Grevin, which is the Paris version of madame tudor madame tussauds but it's an original like apparently music this has been there longer than madame tussauds okay casey and i actually went on a tour well you have to go do this once Lori, don't you well yeah i did i did i've been to madame tussauds i always called tussauds but what's her name tussard the musee graven is what this is called (laughs) i know anyway he said 
This wax statue has a melanin deficiency. Oh, it looks yes. like a white dude. And he's like, uh, can you please work on change it? Yeah, it yeah. does. It totally looks like a white dude. Yeah, his his uh, father is of black Nova Scotian descent. And his mother is Samoan. And I mean, it is... It has the meanest eyes, and um, there's a really it looks funny, like Vin Diesel. It does. There's a really funny, Grant, you probably saw this YouTube clip of a guy making fun of this mm-hmm. and saying, this looks like me, what's up here, and just going off. It's very funny. I'll have yeah. to look it up. I did not. I but... saw it this morning on uh-huh. someone's show, mm-hmm. um, but it's very funny. Yeah, and when you I go... I think he swears in it, so you can't post it. When you go in the on the tour, you know, they you actually go through a room, and they, they there's a whole wall of eyes staring at you because... When they create these things, you know, they are really trying to, their point is they're trying to make the most realistic of course, people. But Casey and I were laughing when we were in there because we we're like, I think that's Clint Eastwood, but I'm not really sure. Yeah. So, um, anyway. I went to the one in Vegas at the Venetian. That was a Madame Tussauds, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We've been to the one in New York. Yes, I've been to that one too. Yeah. yeah. I think they're fun and one and done, you know? Yes. And of course, I was two and done. I think it was raining that yes, day. Yes, I know. And we were, we were up by Walmart, and that's where it was. Yeah. Um, okay, so the Golden Globes, no one wants to pay for I it. I know they don't. <laughs> Hollywood speak mm-hmm. that. It's going to be streaming? Yep. Is that what that yep. means? Yep. Yeah. And it's going to be on probably YouTube. Yep. I wonder if NBC regrets all the huge money oh, they spent duh, on the award shows. On, on the this Golden one. Globes. And they always wanted it because it was the first one. And it was always the most watched. And it was just and setting was the tone. Packed. And it was so fun. It was a fun show to watch. Mm-mm. But I think in the past, I'd say... They took a year off. Yeah. And then it came back. It had the lowest ratings yeah. ever. Yeah. And it's... Yeah, it's probably and the guy who owns the Golden Globes also owns the Beverly Hilton Hotel and owns half of Dick Clark Productions. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can't remember what was the other show that was streaming on YouTube last year that we the same well, Netflix was the oh, same Awards. Awards. Yeah, was on Netflix. Awards was yeah. on Netflix. Um, this is just the way sports are going there. It's just the way of the world. I know it. I I really. What is Comcast going to offer us when everything is... But it's so much work having all these things. Sometimes I just wish it could just be all on... I've got it on one remote now. Yeah. All your things. All the things can be on one remote, but still, it's kind of like... Well, aren't you fancy? I am. Uh, Mauricio... uh, Kyle. Kyle's husband. From Beverly Hills Housewife, the real estate guy that's in trouble. Yes. He was slammed by the judge today in the court battle over the $32 million museum mansion. He said to him... um, What did he say? The court is tired of what is gamesmanship... By both sides, meaning Mauricio and the other guy who are accused of um, s- stealing and doing fraud. And um, when he and this guy bought this home, they resold it under the radar for 37 or for 70 million. And they made a 37 million dollar profit, blah, blah, blah. This is what the show. So, what are they are. saying he's going to? Well, he's just saying he's accusing. Him of gamesmanship, playing games. He's saying he doesn't have the phone that has these text messages. The other guy said he didn't text in 2017. Real BS stuff. Needless to say, 
I don't think the judge is going to be voting for Maurizio tonight on Dancing with the Stars. And I don't think Kyle's going to be in the audience either. And I don't (laughs) think any of this is going to be on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But I think this fraud suit is the thing that is breaking up those two. And also, you know, it was hard because of the relationship with his, her sister, the Hiltons. Yeah, 